sentence, like start, I'll start talking as if I'm already talking and then it's like nonchalant. Like I sound like it's not really a big deal. And then I don't have to do the big radio intro of like, Hey guys, you know, so that's just how I'll just start these things. Anyway, today's show is about confidence. It's about life. It's about raising kids and it's about all the fun things that we've come to understand and come to respect and a little piece of looking back on 2022. Let's do this. Nonchalant. Sorry, but I lied because I'm just going to do it anyway. What's up, guys? James Gutman here on HiPod. I'm Dad. Welcome back to another edition of the show. Whether you found me on any streaming service or on HiPodOnDad.com, thank you. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Do appreciate it. It means a lot to me every single Friday back here with a new show um, and some big stuff in store for the new year. Not talking about that yet, but soon. Uh, great things all around. I appreciate the support. I appreciate you guys checking it out. Whether it's here on highblogomdad.com where I, I write my blogs Monday and Wednesday this past week as well. A lot going on, man. Damn, it's almost the end of the year. How did this happen? And how do I always feel like such an old man that I marvel at the passing of time? Huh? When is it? It's December, Grandpa. It is. It's December, Grandpa. So I'm adjusting to it. My daughter the other day I was talking about Secret Santa with her friends and I swear on everything holy, I feel like she just talked about doing Secret Santa with her friends like a month ago, but unless they do Secret Santa in like November, it's been a year. That's crazy. It's alarming. So yeah, happy holidays. Uh, Happy 4th of July. Happy Thanksgiving. Can you believe it's the end of 2023? And we're on to a new show. This past week on the blog, I had a chance to write about two subjects that in some ways took me back uh, to a time period that I sometimes write about. Both of them kind of based on the same thing. And it was about my son, Lucas, who I got to tell you guys on a personal note, something that I haven't, I mean, I've talked about a little bit. In my past life, I wrote about pro wrestling, right? I wrote about um, WWE. I wrote about Monday Night Raw. I wrote all these different things. And I dedicated my second book, my second wrestling book uh, to my daughter because my son wasn't born yet. And I remember falling, I didn't fall out of love with wrestling. I hate saying that because I didn't because I still love watching wrestling. It's something I've watched since I was a kid. I don't know what it is. I think sometimes you go through a rough childhood, the things that you really love and bring you comfort are things that you keep forever. I keep this forever. Pro wrestling means a lot to me. But I got so deep in the weeds. I was so, I got to know people and I was making phone calls and I was like, you know, what? once you're, once you're playing phone tag over and over again with Doug Gilbert while you're at Disney World trying to get an interview and he's, you know, kayfabing you, if you don't know what that means, it's annoying. Um, you're kind of like, I'm over this. What am I doing? So once I had my heart surgery, I kind of drifted away. I knew I wasn't writing a third wrestling book and it used to bum me out. And I would tell people that that was my regret was that there wouldn't be a book that I could dedicate to Lucas. He would never get a chance to do that. And what ended up happening after that I ended up writing this blog. I ended up writing the things that I wrote. And I mean, Lucas is in many ways the star of this, which is to me, it just makes me so proud as a dad, honestly, because 
For a long time, Lucas was hidden in our lives. In some ways, sometimes it feels like he still is, you know? And I think any parent with a child who is nonverbal, special needs, someone who doesn't necessarily enjoy all the things that other people like to enjoy, they invite you to their parties. Oh, he doesn't like parties? Okay, don't bring him. I want to bring him. He's my kid. Yeah, but he doesn't like it. I know that's the problem. So you try to figure out the balance of it, but I don't want to leave him home, you know, but for some people, it's almost like he's persona non grata. Like you don't, they don't think about it, you know? I want people to say hello to him. That means a lot to me. Some people don't even do that. And you'll, you'll see that if you have a, a child who's nonverbal or maybe not as communicative as, uh, as other children are. And that bothers me. So in many ways, Lucas gets overlooked. So my, my goal was to one day dedicate a book to him. And not only did I get to do that with the Expecting Father's Activity book and all that, but I feel like this blog is really an homage to him and the joy that he brings to our lives. Everything I write about him is about how special he is, how normal his placement is within our family, and the love that he brings. Not despite his autism, but in many ways because of his autism. And that's the whole point of the block. That's why I write it and that's why I do what I do. So I go back and I look at that main page sometimes and I see all the pictures of him and I read the things and I feel it's overwhelming the, uh, the amount of pride that I have for him and for me and for being able to do this that I've always wanted to do. And it's important. And one of the things about writing these blogs, and I've been honest about this from the beginning too, is that they sprouted up because I couldn't find a blog or anybody really, and there might be. Look, when I say this, I'm not disparaging anybody else who does autism blog or anything like that. I'm not, I swear. I just didn't find any. I was looking for a blog that spoke to me as a parent, and I found two schools of thought. There was either the Doom and Gloom blog, which was written for no other reason than to make you cry. Um, again, I've told the story a million times about reading the blog, about the mother uh, hearing the song, you know, say something, I'm giving up on you. And she's like, that's me on the driveway holding my son's coat saying, you know, I'm checking him into a home saying, say something or I'm giving up on you. I'm like, holy shit. It was awful. Like I'm reading this page. I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever read in my life. Not written poorly. I mean, I guess it was written beautifully, whatever it is, but just like, okay. And, and because, okay, now what? And there's no one now what? It was just like, and then she cries and the kid, I'm like, oh, okay, that sucks. So that was not enjoyable for me as, as a young dad to a kid who was just being diagnosed. Or there was a flip side. There were the ones who didn't, never questioned it. I celebrate my child's autism. I celebrated it the day I saw it. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. That's not it either. Where do I fit in? Where's my place in these blogs? And one of the first ones I ever wrote was called When It's Just Us. And it was about my family when the door would close. And like people have to wonder, how is it? What happens? Da, da, da. And I'm like, it's fine. Because it really is. It's fine. In the very beginning, it's jarring because you're trying to figure out what happened. And that's one of the things I wrote about. Uh, on Wednesday, I wrote about when I worried that my son might have autism. I was one of the first ones who was worried. I would watch him. I would study him. I would try to figure him out. I missed so many things. <sighs> so many things when he was little because of it. And it hurts to think about it. It hurts to write it. it. hurts to remember it. I look at some of these videos and I remember not being able to see baby videos at the time because his sister was a few years older than him. So I knew what he should be doing and he wasn't doing them. So I couldn't even, looking at these videos was like, at the time, looking at, you know, unfinished homework or, you know, laundry that's piled up on the floors. It's something that you know, 
I got to take care of this, but you can't take care of it. And that was what used to run through my head and beat the crap out of me. And as time went on, I learned what autism was to us. And this thing that worried me, that caused me, you know, my stomach in a knot and anxiety and worry and, and despair and all these things ended up being a part of our lives that, I don't know, man, it's as normal as breathing. He's just a part of the family. And this is who he is. And these are the things that he does. We're not going out, you know, um, Christmas caroling together. But then again, we never did. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think a lot of times people see a boy like mine and they immediately put themselves in my shoes. But how do they do that? They either project a child into their lives that wasn't there before and imagine what would I do if I had this kid? Or they put it on one of their kids then that they have. Either way, they are jumping into the middle of a situation that they never had time to get to know, be a part of, experience the good parts of. It's just suddenly this, oh, how hard would this be? I'm telling you, man, this kid, I've known him since he popped out. He is awesome. He is sweet and he is lovable and he laughs and he hugs and he kisses and he makes me feel like a celebrity every day. I will buy his clapping. Hey, I'm like, what's up? Thank you. I'll say something. He'll be in the backseat. He'll go. And I'll be like, thank you, Lucas. It's kind of like our, we play off each other. He's my guy, you know? So I, it's, you can't, you can't easily explain it to people, which is why I've been doing it now for, you know, coming up on six years, twice a week, without fail. I want the world to know this boy in my life. I want them to see the good parts of autism. And that's, that's been my goal. So hopefully I've been able to do that. That makes me happy. That makes me excited. Um, just about life in general, about all we're doing. In many ways, it it makes me feel secure and confident. And I definitely wanted to touch upon this because this is an important thing as we close out the year that I've been thinking about. These last few years have truly been, for me, a rebuilding period. I got divorced in uh, 2021. I had moved out in January of 2021. Went through 2021, then 2022. Now we're in 2023. And I remember at the end of 2021, I had taken a picture in the same place that I was in when I first, you know, Sign the lease for the place that I live in now. And I retook the picture and I called the blog. And now the year after about what happens in the year after. So I'm going to tell you guys what happens the year after. Because I've been through now, this is my third phase and we're going to get to it soon. The first year, I was apprehensive. I questioned a lot of my decisions. I was worried. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I was confident, but eh, not really. I was, I was confident in that I had just made this big decision and that I had just done this thing. But... I wasn't truly confident. I was just kind of going along with it, learning on the job, getting better every day. 2022 came along. I was more confident in 2022, but you know what 2022 was? A lot of it, going into it, big portion of it. It was the kind of confidence that I think a lot of people are familiar with. That's the confidence where you have it, but not really, and you talk about it a lot. Like, I'm confident. You post memes online. You know, No one can hold me down. When you're the queen... You stand tall on your throne and you wave your bitch finger, whatever the, the, you guys have seen the memes, right? You know what I'm talking about? I'm not just making that up. That was the confident that I was in 2022. I had it. I was good. I was proud of myself, but it was always like, yes, exactly. Playing in the background the whole time. That's what 2022 is. That's that kind of like, you know, now it's 2023 coming up. 
And this year I'm confident. And I'm not like I was last year. I'm not like I was the first year. And I'll tell you why. Confidence and happiness, I'm starting to learn, is apathy. <laughs> it's that like, I don't sweat it anymore. I'm going to tell you guys this. And I'm, I'll go into it eventually. I'm not going to go into it right now. But I do, at some point, I'll talk about it. Um, one of the worst things that's ever happened to me in my life happened last month. Huge. Huge. I'm okay. Things are okay. Things are actually uh, very okay. But it was a stunning, shocking moment that I dealt with, right? And I was just, I remember at the time thinking, well, I guess um, I guess I've broken my brain because I'm completely numb to all of this. I'm just kind of like, hmm, like this feeling, like, hmm. I wish I could make the face. I wish you guys could see my face. You know the meme of the kid where he's like, hmm, I don't you see even the sound. Does the sound help? No. God damn it. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. I was just like, it didn't matter. Nothing mattered. It was just kind of like, all right, I'll deal with it. And I kept analyzing this and I thought about it. Why did I act like that? Why did I think that? Why did I approach it this way? There must be something broken in me. But it wasn't. It was because the first time ever I wasn't broken. But the first time ever I knew that this thing that happened, I'll fix it. I fix everything anyway. You know, I wrote about it in the blog right after it happened. I wrote in the blog that I've had the final curtain close on my performance many times, but there's always been a sequel. Because I even knew it then. No reason to freak out. I have good people, man. I got my kids. I love my kids. I have Lauren. I love Lauren. I have Christian. I love Christian. I have people in my life that I care about, that are there for me, that stand by my side, that support me, you know? And um, that's what's important. And if you have that, and you have the knowledge that you're capable of anything that you put your mind to, and I am. I mean, for me, myself, and I want you guys to think the same things about yourself. And if you can't say that and believe it, go out there and prove it to yourself. Because that's one of those things where people go, well, not everybody could be amazing. Actually, yeah, everybody can be amazing. Everybody, they reach down deep enough can surprise themselves because we all underestimate our own abilities. You might not be Superman. You might not be the coolest guy, but you're better than you think you are. I think I think everybody is, man. So I don't know. I'm going to go out. I'm going to do my thing. And I'm going to be happy. And that's my fight song. And I'm not going to close the show by playing it because I already played it once and it doesn't go with the theme. So I'm going to find a different song and I'm going to play that. And that does it for me. Guys, Till next week, this is James Gutman saying, be well. Bye, Pod. I'm done.